Um, how was it like to head back to the races after um, it's been well publicised that you suffered a heart attack uh, about a month ago now? And, um, we were worried about you, mate, but, geez, it put a smile on everybody's face to see you back at the races today. Yeah, it put a smile on mine too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been into, um, I'd actually been into the Alfred to get an MRI and um, I thought, oh, well, I'm halfway there. I might as well mosey on up the Kiteson and uh, yeah, watch expect to go around. So I had been to the races a couple of times. Um, I went on Saturday, uh, just just briefly. I just swap in and uh, saddle up and then sort of watch the race and go again. But um, you know, I've been to the country meetings except Mornington. But, uh, yeah, starting to feel pretty good. First three weeks were, were um, oh, just, just exhausted most of the time and out of breath. And uh, the last week of this week, I've been feeling a lot better. Shane, will you have to make any lifestyle changes going forward? Because being a trainer, it must be just brutal on your body. And unfortunately, from time to time, we do see trainers hit these health hurdles. Yeah, so probably my immediate thing to lose a bit of weight. I put on, uh, I probably put on about eight or ten kilos. Um, and I lost about twelve or thirteen kilos in the last twelve months, and uh, all through, you know, no moderation, you know, eating too much, drinking too much doing all those wonderful things that I love. Um, and, you know, it seems terribly restrictive to do something that you to stop doing something you're good at. But, um, <laughs> but uh, I live with a... I'm married to a vegetarian and uh, the family have been pretty strict, so they've cut out just some basic, you know, bread and all that sort of stuff. And, and uh, I haven't had a beer in four and a half weeks, which probably hasn't happened since I was about 13. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as you're still punting. Well, the good news for you is our man Gareth Hall, he's shed about 15 kilos since lockdown started. So if you need a health regime, he's more than happy to help you out. No, nah, that's too serious. I'm yeah. only trying to knock off 10. If I can get under 100, uh, that'll sort of do me. I'm not, uh, I don't need a, a, uh, a beach body anymore because I don't care. Shane, <laughs> uh, what's the doc tell you when about getting too excited at the races does he does he tell you to be a little careful or he's uh, um he, he doesn't mind the adrenaline rushing through the veins no he's more after a tip actually <laughs> <laughs> i'm just trying to give him some good mail i figure i do owe him one he uh he's played a, he played a fair role in keeping me here on the planet so i've been trying to find him so i've got an appointment with him tomorrow so i'll have to have a yeah. look at two runners i've got in the next week hey how scary did it get, mate? Well, I, I so during the process, I'd been off, feeling a bit off for four to six months. I hadn't been that well. And I said to the kids, oh, when COVID's over, I'm going to get a stress test and a blood test and stuff. I just feel a bit off. And that had been a constant. I'd just been tired after track work. But we start early, like alarm goes at three. Um, and we kick on, we're going to the races. We can have some long days, so I expect to be tired. And I just sort of thought, oh, maybe... Maybe I'm just getting old and fat, and um, I haven't got that sort of push anymore. But um, on the, so I had the heart attack 1 a.m. Sunday morning. On the Friday, I had pain, elbow to armpit across my chest, armpit to elbow on the other side. Really weird pain. So I went to the doctors. I went to the races that night, a Friday night. The valley was okay. Went to the doctors on the Saturday morning and just took my blood pressure, listened to my lungs, and said, oh, we'll take some blood next week. And I said, oh, well, I'm okay. Same pain again Saturday night. Took a couple of Panadol, waited about 20 minutes, and uh, so I was okay. I was really irritable. Um, I said to my wife at one stage, I'll oh, leave me alone, I'll be dead by morning. And um, the, about 1am, I had another, the same pain again, but this time it wasn't going away, so I rang an ambulance and 
um, within a few hours, I was on the operating table and having a stent put in. And I was conscious during the whole thing, and I never saw danger. Um, but my surgeon told me the next day that my ECG was the classic heart attack, and he wanted to use it um, in the future as a reference point because most of these ones that have the perfect heart attack die. But because you live, I can use it. So um, he thought I was going to cark it, but I, I sort of never was frightened that it was, you know, it was all over. Oh, it's miraculous, Shane, and we're so happy to see you fit and healthy again. And you mentioned you never thought anything. Does it change your view on life? And obviously, you've got young kids and a wife. And does it change how you approach life? Um, oh, look, I probably, you know, all of a sudden the body has to become a temple, not an amusement parlour. That's probably <laughs> um, it. I just, you know, it could have been all over. And I suppose. In the, in the second and third week, I did have that reflection that, oh, you know, like, this could have got pretty serious, but not necessarily for me, but, you know, like, my wife's pregnant with uh, my fifth child, our second, so, you know, I'm still a required product. Um, so it's probably, I, I suppose I've just got to be a bit wary of, you know, what goes in the gob from now on and start to, start to you know, have some level of health, whereas I had no... You know, like if someone said, let's go and have the arm chair, yeah, let's go and have the arm chair. You know, McCarla rings me up and said, I've had a bad day, do you want to have a thousand dummies? Yeah, no problem. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, we'll probably just tone all those fun things down a little bit and uh, try not to become boring in the process. So who's become Johnny McCarla's new drinking partner then? No, he started going on walks and he's on a health kick, he's not having beers during the week. And like even Maddie Ellison said to me on Saturday, I'm thinking of giving up smoking. So Shawnee <laughs> Maffrick said, oh, after your turn, I went and to the doctors and I've got high blood pressure and I need to get it looked at. So it probably might have taken a role in keeping a few trainers around for a bit longer. Well, that's great to see. So obviously they've seen what's happened to you, mate, and they thought, well, we better get checked out and you know, you're changing lifestyles. <laughs> it, it, it takes a scare like that to do it. I tell them that not all superheroes wear capes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Shane, I've got to ask you the old Marvel streets of Avalon. He he was so I thought he was so brave in the Cantala. How's he come through the run? Yeah, he comes through great. But when when Craig Williams made it a solidly run mile, we just we were too exposed to the mile. Like he, he needed a cheap mile where they where they just travel along and, and run home three furlongs. He presented, but he had no other gear to go up. So um, it's just been a disastrous prep. When you race that high, there's nowhere to hide and if he draws a bad gate or gets himself track, he just can't can't win and there's no options for him. So he'll go now to the Kevin Heffernan and the stand down, uh, 1300 weight parades and then he'll go to the paddock to the order. But his rating's now sort of 103. The Kevin Heffernan will be a nice race for him. Um, and then he'll come back in the autumn almost able to claim three in an open handicap and get him back to a level where he can win at again. Um, we just had to take a bit of pain this prep, but he's, he's been going really well and he's sound, he looks enormous, but we just can't take a trick. So is it a bit of pay now or pay later with him going into that, Kevin Heffernan? Because if he does win that race, it's going to be very hard to get into a nice race in the autumn, but if you don't win here, you do get a few chances in the autumn. Yeah, that's right. If we if we happen to be lucky enough to win the Kevin Heffernan, which is fine, um, you know, then we'll just go back on the maturity path again, I suppose, that's... You know, Caulfield, 1,400 weight for age, just a small field, uh, you know, no tempo, and we can control the race without pressure. But it, 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 I don't like to say it, but he, 
he's a group one winner that's probably a, a group two horse or a group three horse. Um, you know, so it's been a wonderful ride. He's won nearly 1.3 million. He's won 80. He's still, he's still up and, you know, racing. Well, I think he's going really well. We just haven't had any luck with him. We were having that discussion on Cut Week Radio on the spring ticket there yesterday. And Shane, I know you're travelling back home, so you've probably got a little bit of time to have a chinway with us. But we'll, we, we were talking about, say, Johnny Get Angry winning the Derby and how many points he got for winning the Derby. But um, And it might be, and it probably will be a little bit difficult for him to, to go on to greater heights. Who knows, he might keep on improving. But you would nearly, with your horse, for instance, he's nearly the perfect example, you'd probably take that group one every day of the week um, and then cop the points, then then say, um, then not win that group one, if you know what I mean. Yeah, that's, that's right. But we went to a 110 rider, which makes yep. it really tough. But we want to wait for age group one. The ones I feel sorry for is Be Good to Your Mother won a handicap with 52 group one, and he went to 110. So... That's what makes it really tough when uh, when you win a, a race, a handicap, and you go up in the ratings. But you've got to take the money. Like, Johnny Get Angry's now won, I don't know, 1.3 million or something yeah. like that. And I suppose for those horses that are a mile and a half, there's a chance he could run two miles. And that and that then allows him to, you know, with the staying horses. But the, the sprinters in the middle distance, it can get tough when you win that race when they're limit your option, but take the money. We're talking to Shay Nichols here on uh, the Country Cup circuit, brought to you by the TAB, the TAC, and Country Racing Victoria. It's been a great chat with Shane after Expected took out, uh, of course, race number two on Kite and Cup Day, and, and Shane is he's on the comeback trail after suffering a heart attack, and he's been an inspiration now to his fellow trainers to, to live a more healthier lifestyle. Um, but when you're up and about and you can drink in, in moderation and eat in moderation, of course, Shane, we well, were discussing our favourite country cups. Do you think it stands out for you? Uh, I suppose, I don't know, I enjoy, thoroughly enjoy all these country cup days. You know, the, the locals come out of their finery and, it's a, and, and the local trainers target them. Like we had a um, uh, speech battle on the Hariba and we won a mare's race on Mornington Cup Day. That was one of my most enjoyable race, days yeah. of the races. Um, just, just, you know, and a lot of the locals are there. It's really good for your business. Um, I always try and have a runner or two Yarraglen Cup Day because obviously that's where I sort of cut my teeth in the early days. So we like to support them. Um, and, um, you know, the Ballarat Cup Day is always a great day's race with Magic Minions sponsoring them and that sort of thing. So, I reckon they're all good. Even if you go and win a little country cup somewhere, um, yeah, out in the bush, it's still, it's, you know, the trophies are great and your owners love it. Do you have a winner for us tomorrow? Because you've got three runners, I think, engaged at that Victorian meeting, of course, at Packenham. Grammy Diva, Dance Ready and Deep Mirror going around for your stable. Yeah, I, um, Grammy Diva's probably due. Um She's gone awkward, but there doesn't seem to be much opposition. It's a funny day's racing. They've, like this, will, this, this meeting will hold a lot of the dough. It's on a premier country track, and yet they're $15,000 races. They probably should be hmm. you know, 23 minimum. Um, but anyway, that's not my decision, I, and you don't have to run in them. Um, so she, she, she should run well each way. Um, Deep Mirror's in, in Adelaide as well. I just want to talk to owner this afternoon to decide where we go. She's... She's nice, silly, probably over the top when she ran a standout, but still presented up before softening and having a spell. Um, and Dan's ready to a really nice horse. He probably needs to run. 
Um, but he, you know, he placed in town, start before last. So he, he's in a softish grade to run well. So I would think the three of them are probably each way chances with, um, you always probably try and kick someone into the better, the best horse, and Dan's ready to be the best of the three that are running tomorrow. But that'll be each way chances. Shane, just on Streets of Avalon, he's had a remarkable campaign. We mentioned that Group 1 race and also ran in the All-Star Mile. Has it had a flow-on effect in terms of bringing extra owners into the stable or have you seen any change to your business on the back of one absolute star? Well, the one the change was I'm a star. When I had her, um, it was unbelievable. There was a lot of clients come um, and I had a lot of business and it was really great for the, for the stable. But when... when um, Streets of Avalon one, I didn't get that same flow on. Sure, it was good for business, but it wasn't as good as the first one. And and the reality is, I'm 51 and unfashionable. Now, we got some great clients, and clients we've had for 20, 30 years, and we get a lot of, you know, we get enough new clients to come through, we spec a lot of healing. But I focus now on the young guys coming through that it, you do become unfashionable at my age. So you have to sort of now, unless you're top 10, which I'm not, um, because we work about 35, it's really difficult to attract new clients. And I'm not saying that in a complaining sense because, you know, you're running a business and that's how business works. But it, 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 didn't, it didn't give me as much second one as the first one. Shane, great to chat to you here on this um, Wednesday afternoon. Well done with Expected. Now, they backed it off the map. Did you have something on? I didn't have anything on him because uh, I actually thought the second horse, looking at its form this morning, probably should have been about $2. And I was sitting with a good mate of mine, Mick Gibson, who had a runner in the race, and I said, if I was a punting man, I should be back in this thing of Templeton because I just ordered the win. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't have anything on either. Well, well good on you.